Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. This is Brian Kletter, the creator and host of the podcast. You can engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought or at Counterthought CEO and on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast. For audio versions of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And for video versions of the podcast, join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. Over the weekend, Hamas attacked Israel. At least a thousand Jews have been killed from these attacks. And the details of the methods and the videos that are proof of the methods used by Hamas is evidence that evil truly exists. Welcome to Counterthought. The evil on display in Hamas's attacks on Israel, there are almost no words to describe it. I think as close as you can get might be barbaric, slaughter, inhumane, heinous. And these reports are not just word of mouth from those who witnessed what occurred in Israel. Hamas themselves has been posting videos to social media showing the methods they use in killing Jews, now up to at least a thousand with thousands more wounded. Now, if you don't know the details of what occurred in this attack, basically in the in the Gaza Strip, Hamas is occupying the Gaza Strip, borders Israel. Israel has a sophisticated wall around it in that area to protect it. Now, this wall has sensors, touch sensors to alert the, the guards and, and all of these security measures. However, there was a cyber attack that disarmed this wall, these sensors. And there was simultaneous, simultaneously, you had Hamas soldiers, terrorists, come to the wall, blow up portions of the wall while simultaneously having other uh, paratroopers, you know, dropping down into Israel on the other side of the wall to bring the other terrorists that were outside of the wall into the country. This occurred in, I believe, about 20 different locations along this wall, along this border wall. And then these terrorists, thousands of them, went into Israel and just into the towns and started killing as many Jews as possible, kidnapped you know, whether those, everyone who was kidnapped remained, you know, a hostage, or if they were just dragged back to the border of the Gaza Strip and then murdered there, some suffered that fate. Others reported have been taken back as hostages to Gaza Strip for the, for Hamas to, for Hamas to ultimately use as leverage as Israel is responding at the time of this recording to the attack by Hamas. So Israel has declared war. This is the first time they have done so in about 50 years. This is the worst attack they have suffered in over 50 years. If you were to take the uh, proportionately the thousands of Israelis who have who have been killed in the 
two or 3,000 or more that have been wounded in addition to that, and you put that in the scale of America, 330 million people, it would be like almost the equivalent of 35,000 Americans being killed and even more wounded. Now, 9-11, and a lot of experts and pundits are saying that this attack in Israel is like their 9-11. 9-11 here was about, was in between two to 3,000 lives. So we're talking 10 to 15 times our 9-11, if that was to happen in our country today. And the details of this, of the pure evil that it, that occurred in this attack is, is gut-wrenching. Um, hearing about it, you're like, even just trying to talk about it now, if you're watching me on video, you can probably see um, my eyes welling up. Because what is what has taken place is just it is pure evil all the way down to the root. Now the the division, the the fighting between between uh, this group, the Palestinians and the Israelites, have been going on. It's going on for centuries, for millennia. That is something we we cannot relate to here in America. That is just 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 something we do not relate to. Our country is. You know, only like 250 years old and going back even before it was officially declared, like we we don't have millennia long, thousands of years long uh, quarrels with anyone here in America. So this is deep seated, deep rooted in this area of, of the country. Let me describe to you these attacks that have been, that took place, the way in which individuals were killed during these attacks. Now, I am a fan of Ben Shapiro. <clears throat> he is an Orthodox Jew, and I was waiting for his, his episode this week on Monday, the first episode after these attacks occurred over the weekend. And the theme of his episode was to look. Now, I don't have video clips in, my, in this episode here, but I can describe what I have seen. And again, these images, these videos, you have firsthand accounts from people who survived, from witnesses. We have firsthand accounts from video of people who survived. And we also have video, again, being posted by Hamas terrorists to invoke more terror into, into Israel, into Jews. And in Ben Shapiro's episode, he wants you to look. He wants you to see the barbaric slaughter that occurred. It's like, I want you to see that evil does exist. There is no, we should not whitewash this. We should not dismiss it. We should not sugarcoat it. This is pure evil. Whatever you think of evil, like what maybe we've seen in America, the closest thing I would say that we've seen in America to pure evil would have been the 9-11 attacks, and then also mass shootings where you just are so consumed with evil in your heart that you commit heinous acts of violence on innocent people, typically children, especially children when it comes to school shootings here in America. But the details of the killings and the methods used are, are horrendous. They're gut-wrenching. We're talking about these terrorists 
ambushing the entrances of that go into some of these towns along the Gaza Strip to then gain entry into these towns to continue on into those towns to then kill innocent civilians, innocent Jews, innocent Israelites in their homes. And some of the tactics that they used after they gained entry into these towns, they would go up to a home. And again, this happened during during a holiday in Israel. So that was probably part of the security issue. But one of the methods they used is they would uh, start to burn the front door of the home. And because of that fire, the people who, the family who would be inside the home would not want to obviously stay in the home and burn to death. So what do you do? You flee, you flee your home, you run out the door, you run out the, you know, climb out the window. But with the Hamas terrorists, they were positioned outside of the front door or the back door and or the windows waiting for the family to flush out, to leave their home, to try to exit the home because of the fire to then shoot them dead, mow them down with their automatic weapons, like an Uzi style weapon. That was one method. Another method, if they didn't want to use a fire, would toss a live grenade into the home for the same effect, flush out the family, only for the family to then meet meet their fate by being shot to death, just obliterated by the weapons, the guns that these terrorists were using. Another method that was being used. There is a big story about a a rave that was taking place, a big music festival with hundreds of 20 some odd year old individuals, um, late teens that, you know, all the way through 20 years old, people who would typically go to like a rave type of environment and EDM, I believe it's, is what it's called. Um, festival. And they just walk up these terrorists and just open fire, just mowing these individuals down. Something similar that happened in America, you may remember, would be that Las Vegas shooting. I believe it was at MGM shooting from way up high and out of a window from the hotel, from the from the casino, from the resort, just shooting down on a country music festival that was also occurring, just mowing down as many people as possible. That was another method. They waited also at that festival at the exits and were shooting people in their cars as they were trying to drive away. People running to try to get out of that festival, run through the exit, shooting them, you know, blocking all of the, all the exits, all the egresses, all the ingresses, just trying, just shooting and mowing these people down. Again, these people were innocent, innocent. Their only, their only sin in the eyes of these terrorists is being Jewish, is being a Jew. Another method that was being used, if when these terrorists came upon a home, if they didn't want to use fire as a tactic to flush out the family or use a grenade to flush out the family, what they would do is they would go into the home, <clears throat> go into the home and execute not only the husband, the father, the wife, the mother, but the children, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whoever lived in the home, murdered. There's one video that was shared again on, on Ben Shapiro's episode on Monday of a father and a husband doing what he's supposed to do as the protector of the family, getting his family out, out of the house to flee up to, I believe, a rooftop out of a window. And so he is the last one, right? He is trying to make sure everyone in his family gets out that window and he's the last one. 
His family gets out and then he attempts to make his way out of that same window to escape. And you see him then being shot dead and lying there, hanging out of the window, this close being able to escape, but shot dead by these terrorists. I'm not sure what happened to his family. They may have been caught. I pray they were not, but he did what his his manly, fatherly, husbandly responsibilities and paid the ultimate price because of these sick terrorists. There is also there's also evidence of mutilated bodies, people who were dead and then mutilated while they were already dead. We're talking about using a shovel and the spade shovel and beheading individuals as they are already dead laying on the ground. Going up to these dead individuals who are already again dead and continuing to shoot them and just mutilating their body. The rapes that occurred. There are videos of women who are fleeing and you can see blood in their private areas because of the rape that they have already endured. And then the worst killing of it all I mean, see if I can get through it. There were, there have been reports of at least 40. This was as of, as of Tuesday, 40 babies beheaded in their cribs, 40 babies beheaded in their cribs. Now, to me, that is the worst because there is nothing more innocent than a child, especially a baby. And the anger that is that exists within for the Jewish people against Hamas, because again, they have already declared war. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has already declared war and they have struck, they are striking the Gaza Strip. They're now two days into this, this counteroffensive, this counterstrike to and what they say to to remove. Hamas basically from the face of this earth to hunt down everyone affiliated with Hamas and eliminate them. Now, the people of Israel, Americans, millions around the world are not only saddened, but they are angry. And maybe angry isn't even a strong enough word about what has occurred to the Jews in Israel with or from Hamas's attacks. And the human nature that we have is to respond, to take the pound of flesh, to take an eye for an eye. However, we are told if you are a Christian in the Bible, we are told in, or reminded, I should say, in Romans 12 verses 19 through 21, we are reminded that vengeance is God's. Because in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 32, verse 35, God says as much. Romans 12, verses 19 through 21 say, Do not take revenge, my dear friends. Leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, that's not what people want to hear. 
right? Again, our human nature is that we want to respond in kind. The vicious attacks, the heinous attacks by Hamas on those in Israel, we want to respond. And Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister, has officially declared war, that Israel is now officially in war, first time again in 50 years. And they have already, at the time of this recording, begun to barrage and just basically try to eliminate, turn Gaza, the Gaza Strip, into a parking lot to hunt down, pledge to hunt down every single leader and individual within Hamas and eliminate them, kill them, exterminate them, whatever terminology you want to use. They want to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. And that is our our human nature to want to respond. However, and I'm not getting into this whole uh, discussion that I've seen occurring all over all over um, news media about oh these are Palestinian apologists, you know they're making excuses, they're calling for a ceasefire. I'm not going to get into that discussion. I'm just here to remind you that as Christians, we should remember that vengeance is God's. I myself. If someone hurt my family, I would want to hurt the individual who hurt my family. I'm not saying that I am that I'm any different from you or any different from those individuals who have already made decisions to, you know, counterstrike, counterattack Hamas, who want to see the destruction of them for what they have done to the Israeli people. I'm just here to remind you that we are told that God, that vengeance is God's. And that God is just. So as we process and continue to process what we have seen, what we continue to learn about these attacks, about the killings. Again, the style of these killings is beyond words. There are not words in the English language to truly describe the evil that was on display in these attacks, in these murders. Babies elderly, women, husbands, fathers, teenagers, no one was spared. And if they were spared, they were spared only for a moment, or now they are in captivity to be leveraged as hostages in this ongoing fight, in this war between Hamas and Israel. So as we continue to process what has taken place, again, this would be the equivalent of about 30 thousand, 35,000 Americans being killed if it was the same size of attack here relative to our total population in America. 9-11 was just, I don't want to say just, sorry. 9-11 was 2,500 people. 2,500. We're talking about 10 to 15 times that, that scale of an attack if it occurred here in America. And there could be an attack like that. The reports are that now the FBI, you know, the NSA, Homeland, that they are now on high, high, high alert because there could be cells within the United States that could carry out an attack, especially when you look at our southern border and how easily it is to get into this country. And it's on record that thousands of, of um, terrorists are in this country, could have gotten through the southern border at minimum hundreds at a minimum hundreds 
but I don't want to focus on that for the rest of this episode. I want to bring it back again to the killings that occurred. Vengeance is God's. I am not God, so I cannot understand or truly comprehend the level of vengeance that he could have on these individuals. But when you think about the evil that was on display and continues to be on display, it pales in comparison to some of the things we worry about and complain about here in this country, the injustices in this country. Anytime you anytime you are using hyperbole to describe something that maybe you don't like, a policy that you don't like here in America. You know, we've heard that we've heard that, you know, the comparison that the January 6th is equal to 9-11, is equal to a world war. It's not. That is hyperbole. And the people who say that, I mean, they're entitled to their opinions, but they are severely incorrect. What happened in Israel, what happened in Israel, that is true evil. And I, as a human being, want that to end. And I, as with millions of others, want to see that pound of flesh, the eye for an eye taken from Hamas. But again, taking an eye for an eye, the pound of flesh, that is only going to continue to fuel the hatred that exists for Ham- from Hamas to Israel, from Hamas to the Jews. So why it feels good and justified to want to take that pound of flesh. Ultimately, vengeance is God's. And no matter what is done in response, whether you whether it is in the name of defense, you know, self-preservation, the ultimate judgment, the ultimate vengeance will come from our Lord. Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube and engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought at counterthought CEO or on Facebook at counterthought podcast.